Hello, beautiful people. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jared, the football genius, Burgess. And I am Stephanie Fitzpatrick, aka the Advantage Coach. And this is episode 164 of the Field to the Real podcast. Yes. We had a meeting the other day. Yeah. Time to really get started on episode 200. Yes. I don't know if you guys remember this. For those of you who are who've been with us from the very beginning or who got to us before episode 100 <laughs> and all of these grandiose plans for what we want to do for episode oh my gosh and then the pandemic hit yep and so um we weren't able to do some of those things that we want to do and so now that outside is opening a little bit <laughs> it's open a little bit it's open. By the time we do it, it'll be open all the way. We're going to yeah, just yeah. explain that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we got some some big things in the work that works that we're trying to do for episode 200. So stay Absolutely. tuned. Stay tuned. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Who's really right? All right. Let's go. I think I'm always who's really right. I, I never am, but I think I am. And oh, so, okay. You see me um, like, home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I who's really right for this week is um, for those of you who have not been watching the NBA finals, um, you didn't see that um, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry was injured. Yeah. I was trying to say Steph Curry and hurt. And yeah, hurt. That. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. He was injured the other night in game three um, during their loss to the Celtics, where, um, sorry, Auntie. Uh, um, what, what is his name? Oh, I mean, Al Horford. Al Horford. He fell on Steph Curry's leg and injured yeah. his knee. Um, and so there had been talks about if he was going to play this evening. Um, by all accounts, he will be playing, but it is quite possible that he may not be able to go, even if he does start the game. And so. With this two to one deficit, without Wardell, Stephen Curry, do you believe that the Warriors can come back and overtake this series? I will never, and I will repeat never, mm-hmm. doubt my Warriors. I won't. They are equivalent to Tom Brady for me. <laughs> I'm not going against Tom Brady, and I'm not going against them. Um, sometimes I lose now because Tom Brady has lost, right? Or else he'd have won the Super Bowl. See his record against the NFC least in Super Bowl. Anyway, <clears throat> so I will not go against them. Here's what mm-hmm. I know that if that's a big if, if Steph Curry cannot go, or is we already know he'll be hampered, so he won't be at a hundred percent. So he may be out more than he typically is. Mm -hmm. But what we know is, yeah, that he and Clay are the Splash Brothers, but they got another little weapon. Mm -hmm. 
my auntie calls him the pool party. The pool party. Yeah. PTSD. Yes. So Jordan Poole, I feel like he holds back okay. out of respect and just the fact that they are Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like if someone said step up to the plate, he would do so. Okay. Um, and so for that reason, and I am pretty confident in Steve Kerr because I love that this man is not stuck in his ways. This is what mm -hmm. makes a great coach to me mm -hmm. is that you are able to make the necessary and proper adjustments. And so I feel like he will utilize his personnel a little differently mm -hmm. um, moving forward to try to keep some length on the floor at times, because that is one of the bigger issues that the Warriors are facing is mm -hmm. the length of the Celtics. I mean, literally, I don't know that I've ever seen so many rejections at the rim. <laughs> It's like they're having a, they're having a block party. Like, what'd you just say? I said, shout out to Robert Williams. He's been having a block party. Block party. <laughs> Hello. So I feel like, I mean, that one he went up and got was mm -hmm. amazing from Steph. I think it was Steph that shot it. And he went mm -hmm. up like he went up so far. To, anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so I'm going to stick with my Warriors. Um, I just feel, I, my gut says they're used to this. They are used to this. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, I mean, they did it without Clay. Well, Before. I mean, they? you know. They not not win the championship, but I'm just saying they oh, okay. they, it has a, yeah. they it were has a able to move and keep it going, right? So mm -hmm. so I feel like they 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 are talented enough, deep enough, and they're coached well. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that's going to I mean, and I think the Celtics are deep now. And I and you know how I feel about their coach, so we don't have to mm -hmm. talk about that. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to tell you why I disagree with you. Okay. Because it's not even about Steph Curry. Mm. I think that the issue with the Warriors right now is Draymond Green. And as long as his stat line is the same amount of fouls as points, <laughs> points. it don't matter who you put in the lineup. <laughs> yeah. So if he turns it on, because we see that as Draymond goes, so does the Warriors. So a team, though, absolutely. He is the, the energy, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's on him. And so I know the question mm -hmm. is, if Steph Curry is out, right, can they come back from a 2-1 deficit? Mm -hmm. um, but I would say no if, if Draymond is going to continue to play that he played the way that he's playing. Well, at least he was able to admit it. You heard he said did you see what he said? I heard him say it. 
Yeah, but, that I played like you know what? Yeah. So yeah, are you gonna as be able to change that? I'm the the culture me says as long as you can recognize it, acknowledge it, you can fix it. That's what the culture me says. Did you tell that to uh, Chris Paul last when when they got bumped out for by what? the Mavericks? Huh? For what? For what? Because he recognized that he was playing bad too around Game Four. And he played bad all the way through game seven. But we didn't have that conversation, so no. Oh. <laughs> nope. See, you, no. you, can't, you can't just do that with your team now. You got to <laughs> have them conversations with the mother players. Because I promise you, y'all, my auntie, it, I, it's hilarious. Our banter when the, when the games are going on is hilarious. Because the first, second game, she wasn't at home at the beginning, and they were playing like crap. I said, can you get home? And get in front of the TV. Right. And then she'll she'll text me and be like, I just had a talk with Steph. He's going to do fine. (laughs) (laughs) Look, the other night was the first time I watched the game pretty much this entire playoffs run. Wow. The first time I I like actually got to sit there and watch the entire game from beginning to end. Shout out to my wife. I love you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Got to sit there and watch the entire game. Yeah. And shout out to Drewby, too, because, you know, he slept the entire time. Oh, good. Which has okay. been rare. He was like, dying in the basketball day. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So, um, as I'm watching and I'm seeing what's going on, I didn't text you in the first quarter because I was like, ah, oh, it's first quarter. It happened. Right, right, right. Now, when it continued in the second quarter, I sent yeah, you to my yeah. eyes like. You were like. Yeah. What's going on, here? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with Wardell? Happening, right? Yeah. No, it was ugly. I mean, and they came back. Third quarter, because that's their quarter. Third quarter, that's their time. They that's when they shine, right? When but I saw it just wasn't enough. Um, at that point, it just wasn't enough. And and again, that length of the Celtics, it's hard to beat them. They they just yeah. This is the thing that we talked about though, because. Marcus Smart and Jalen uh, Brown, Brown were having their way getting to the bucket. And that so was ridiculous. because of that, towards the end of the third quarter, the Celtics were able to survive to survive the barrage. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so after I saw them survive that, I was like, oh, this game's over. Yeah. When it went back up to nine, I was like, oh, okay. yeah. Like dang, that was fast. What happened? So yeah, yeah I'm I'm, but I, again, I'm sticking with my warriors. I don't care. So who's really right? <clears throat> Y'all let us know. Yeah. Are the are the warriors gonna be okay with or without Steph? And I say yes. Because I think Draymond's gonna continue to play the way he's playing. So no. I'm gonna go have a conversation with him as soon as we get off of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, talk to Steph too, because let's not, you know what I'm saying? You know, you his personal life coach. Right. Talk to him too. We, well, we claiming that thing already. Right. Yeah. <laughs> go talk to him too. Absolutely. Um, have a conversation with both of them because it's not looking yeah. good. No. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta step. Not, well, yeah. They all have to step it up, honestly. Literally. Literally, because even the bitch of the Celtics is playing good. Mm-hmm. When you bring in, oh, what was his name? White, what's his name? 
White, was, yeah. White off the, that boy is the beast. Uh-huh. Him and Greg Wick, listen, that's the yeah. other reason Draymond can't play. He's so busy yammering at him. Like, stop fussing and just go play basketball. Yeah. Anyway, y'all let us know who's really right. Real good topics. Yep. So Sonya Richards Ross and her husband, Aaron Ross, were on the Pivot mm-hmm. podcast uh, uh, about a week ago. Week ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and she talked a little bit about how Olympic athletes don't get paid. They participate in the Olympics um, and they kind of get the, you know, well, you're representing your country and, you know, it's an honor to do this. So there is no compensation. Um, And that, you know, people, she got some backlash because people say that you should just be happy to represent your country. You shouldn't be paid. I know how you feel about this, but let's hear it. <laughs> I would like any any person who works in America, mm-hmm. works, mind you, goes, puts hours in, puts mm-hmm. effort in, mm-hmm. to tell me they'd be okay with somebody saying to them, you should just be happy to be with this company. Mm-hmm. You don't need money. What is money for? You just need to be happy you're working because it is no different than telling an Olympic athlete, someone as as storied as this woman is. Like, let's be clear. We are talking about somebody who is a gold medalist. She is a boss. She was a boss on, on, on the track. Mm-hmm. That she doesn't work a job because she spends her days training to be able to go and compete against other athletes from all over the world who are doing the exact same thing. Right. So this is feeling a lot like the NCAA stuff, right? Like, Like, why is it okay that you get to make all of this money as the Olympics but and let me say, because I found this fact, they said that if they medal, they get thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars for a gold medal, twenty-two thousand five hundred dollars for a silver medal, and fifteen thousand for a bronze. Okay. So that's supposed to be enough. Because what I don't, what you're not seeing in the background is somebody got to pay these people that they training with, the people who feed the nutritionists, the dietitian, all of these, they have a ton of people, strength conditioning, all these different types of people they're paying in order to make them Olympic wreck. Mm-hmm. And all those people don't come free or cheap. Mm-hmm. Try to go get yourself a nutritionist and see how much that costs you. And you're not gonna get the best like they would. So mm-hmm. you don't even you can't even imagine the cost of what they're spending right. out to be able to do this. So the I was about to say, I'm just audacity of some people to minimalize what they're doing to the point <laughs> of what was of you about saying, to say? I'm not gonna say that. Um 
<laughs> minimalize the, um, the caucasity <laughs> of what they are doing and uh and and making it seem like they should just be lucky to be doing this it, bordering on slavery thought process to mm-hmm. me and it just it does it rubs me wrong like it really it's, does just how can you even yeah it's the mind f of america right because what they do is they try to sell you on this Yankee mentality, this, you know, this uh, patriot mentality of yeah. it's all for our country. And, you know, right. when this country is built on capitalism, which we know that only is able to really, really exist. And there's, there's only able to be this higher, you know, this higher uh, class of people built on slave labor. Yeah. So we can have and, and give you the rah-rah, this is for your country. And if I'm making money on the back end and I ain't got to pay you, then of course I want to make you okay with the fact that you're not getting no money. Right. It's just sickness. It's disgusting. The caucasity. <laughs> oh, right, God. I'm stop. Step on okay. the I'm going to stop. But yeah, it's just, it's this movie's. <laughs> It's really bad. Yeah. I feel like it's it's hearing her talk about it and how she really got like the pushback out the, the pushback part. The yeah. hearing that they didn't get paid was shocking enough, but the pushback right. on the fact that they're not getting paid just really I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like what are we talking about again? Like what? Nobody, mm-hmm. I can't think of a person that loves their job enough that they would just go and not get paid. I just don't. Who is it? And if you're out there, good for you. But I just don't right. believe the majority of us. That's not how we operate. Now, that's different than volunteering. Yeah, no. Volunteering I said your diff- job. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I just wanted yeah. to make that clear yeah. to the people listening that, you know, you're somebody who volunteers your time often. That's you know awesome. What I'm but that's different than having a job. Absolutely. And going to your job and not getting paid for it. Absolutely. Yeah. I volunteer all the time, but that don't right. mean, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. But that would be different than when I'm paid. Like, don't, right. don't ask exactly. me to be working for you for free. That's exactly. that's slavery. Exactly. Not happening. Anyway, let's move <laughs> on because I could be here all day because this really just gets me. All right, let, let me get how you feel about Drew, Drew Brees being one and done with NBC. Um. And when we talked a bit about this during our um, during our our production meeting, one of the things I brought up was his tweet about coming back to the NFL, which he later came out and said, you know, wasn't wasn't an unretirement or wasn't along the lines of like unretiring. Um, what do you think about it? Like, what what is he up to? So what I know of not just Drew Brees, most professional athletes, I'm not even going to say all, but most Mm -hmm. professional athletes is when they're, when they make that decision, it's funny if you watch them, most of them, you rarely see them emotional unless they're winning or they're quitting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Those are the two times you see athletes emotional, winning or quitting. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it's such a tough transition. Yeah. So there's always this in the back of their heads, I could go play again thing, right? Mm -hmm. Y'all know our brother Cord. Cord always posting stuff like, man, it made me want to get back out there. Don't, mm -hmm. don't do it. Like, don't do it. Right? <laughs> I love you, but no. Like, right? So reconsider. Yes, please reconsider. reconsider. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so nah, I, like he can still go do it though. I feel like this is what's happening with Drew Brees. He thought. Mm -hmm being able to go and talk about football would fill the void, right? Yeah. And it did not. Yeah. And so now he's in this space of how can I get that mojo back? Like that's, they're all, all you can speak to this, I am sure, mm -hmm. as a former athlete that you all are always looking for that next thing to give you that same feel, right? Yeah. What is it that I can get that's going to make me feel like I did when I was, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And so that just happened to not be it for him. Right. And so I don't know what he's up to. Of course, they came out with their generic statement from NBC saying, and he said he wanted to spend more time with his family. Who does that sound like? Uh, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Uh-huh. Who said the same thing. And then what, a month later? It was like, you know what? Family time over. I got to get right. back to it. Right? <laughs> These losers, you know, my nerves. Right. I don't, know. I don't know what I was thinking about. Nothing. Right? So I feel like we might, we might, we might see Drew Brees try to come back to the NFL. Mm. I, I don't do it, but I'm just saying. Because unlike you said, I want you to say the part you said, because this is the part why he should. The way he looked when he left, you need to stay retired, sir. Man, that I, it was one play that I saw, and I had to call. Shout out to my to my brother Dirk. <laughs> oh, I had to call me. him yeah. when he threw that wounded duck down down the uh field and it got intercepted i was like man this is it's, it's, it's over time. it's over it was an anomaly all in itself anyway for somebody as little as him to be able to throw the ball yeah. as well as he did and so far right. like he was he had an arm mm -hmm. somebody so small right but yeah. age will age don't care mm -hmm. who you are and, the, and the things of our bodies will break down right so yeah. and you don't take care of yourself we could talk about Tom Brady. He right. is also an anomaly because he takes care of himself exceptionally. Right. It's beyond the normal what anybody would do, right? Right. So, but you don't take care of yourself like that, as far as I know, anyway. I've never seen anything that said or Man, indicated listen. that you did. So I feel like you are just regular, ordinary Drew Brees, and you're he not going to be. He's been in New Orleans since 2000. He's been eating that gumbo and that crawfish and them beignets. Man, he ain't taking care of himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now that you've been off a year, yeah. It's hard yeah, to see really, somebody really in shape come back. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, yeah, don't do yeah. it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's move on to uh these 17 players who've been suspended. Um you know, for this uh inaugural LIV tournament. 
in London. Yeah, this is some crazy stuff right here. Um, this is some crazy stuff right here. PGA trying to act real gangster. Yeah. They trying to act real gangster. I had to go back and really, really read, like, mm -hmm. what is going on in this situation? Because why are y'all suspending them again? Really? Put foot down. Because y'all not able to blackmail them into not participating in exactly. other other people's tournaments mm -hmm. by keeping them caught up in your membership as a part of the PGA. So they just said, fine, we, we resigned from our membership. So we have the freedom. Again, different, different than the, the Olympic story, but very what? much so the same sentiment of trying to make somebody do it the way you want them to do it in yeah. order to, you know what I mean? And so yeah. like, shame on you PGA tour for, for you know, what, what are you doing trying to hold these guys back from traveling all over the world if they want to and participating in these golf tournaments? The you think casting. all you got is just the best and that's it? I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm no, on no, no, no. I, no, I'm with you. Just, I, I'm on one. I, I don't have much to say about this topic. I just, <laughs> the caucasity. Oh, <laughs> oh God. All this right, is I'm, some I'm capitalism at its finest. Yeah. Like, yeah, like. Well, we're, we're the pinnacle. And so if you want to go do something else, then you can't yeah. be a part of us. Yeah. Why? Right. <laughs> you know, I ain't nothing without us. I mean, because what's what's going to end up happening is now you've opened, in my opinion, a can of worms because you didn't just suspend some mediocre players. Like you mm -hmm. suspended some people who won PGA, like PGA championships and and Phil Mickelson. I can't say the man's name. Phil, Phil I can't say his name. Mickelson yes. is like iconic. Yeah. In golf y'all suspended him what are we doing so what you've done is open this can of worms and i feel like what's going to happen is now more people will be opening up to having these tournaments mm -hmm. and bringing these players to these different countries mm -hmm. now you just open it up now they're like oh so they're not having to be restricted anymore well let's mm -hmm. have one here and let's have oh. one here and let's have one here and guess what they're gonna happy get their happy butts on the plane and go right mm -hmm. on over there and play. Right. And y'all will be the ones with the bottom tier players mm -hmm. over here because they stayed and kept their membership. Right. Um, yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck indeed because right now <laughs> you got to, uh, it was one of the only people who said uh, I ain't going to do it was Tiger. Well, we already we're not gonna talk. I'm not going there because we already know what Tiger. I'm not going there. Real roll call. Yeah. All right. Now we're gonna time these. Okay. Just so we can make sure that we you know we yeah. uh, we get gotcha. through pretty quickly. Thirty seconds okay. apiece, and gotcha. we are going to start off with Pat Riley and him clapping back at the suggestion that at 77 years old he should retire. What do you think? And Listen, this man need to keep going till the wheels fall off, in my opinion. First of all, Pat Riley don't look at or present himself as no 77-year-old man. I was shocked to hear he was that old. Like, wait, what? Like, wait, what? And so, <laughs> so 
So no, just, you know what? You can't let society dictate how you feel and what you do. This is the culture we live in now. We want to cancel you if you don't do it our way. No, do you, Pat Riley? Mm. Now, Pat Riley was behaving <coughs> the way that uh, Phil Jackson was, <laughs> and I 100% would tell him to retire. But since he's not, and he yeah. is still fielding teams who are number one seeds, yeah. go into the wheels fall off like you said. That's right. Keep that hair, keep that hair tinted. Right. Nice leg. <laughs> keep it moving, sir. Right. I'm here for it. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go ahead to this next one. Okay. The AFC West has three potential Hall of Famers at quarterback. And that's, so you got to name them. Yeah, I was about to say that. And that's okay. Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, what is his Patrick name? Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Derek Carr. Derek Carr, and then Justin Herbert. And Justin Justin. Herbert. Is the He's just getting started. No, don't, don't, don't. don't, He's just getting started, but I I mean, I don't know. We're not, no, we're not having that conversation. No. We'll wait wait a few years until he gets things. Absolutely. He has not earned that, that, no. (laughs) No. Is this the best division of quarterback talent you've ever seen? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, you could have just said two of them and I'd have been like, yep. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Just because That's Patrick Mahomes? you did. Oh, okay. Because Patrick Mahomes and now you've got Russell Wilson in this mm-hmm. division. Like, I mean, I'm not discounting Derek Carr because I still think he's a tremendous quarterback, but they are on a different level. Yeah. And so, yeah, like what other, I looked, tell me what other division, every division got like a, hmm, okay, or they got a really good and then everybody else is like, oh, but no division mm-hmm. is like, they not stacked up like this. Yeah. And I've never seen it. I, I was really like perplexed and thinking back, like, when have I seen maybe Hear me out. Maybe the NFC South with Drew Brees and Tom Brady. And then Matt Ryan Ryan would have been your Derek Carr in that situation, right? Yeah. Now, I don't know what you're saying about the Panthers, but... And then, cause yeah, I don't know what you say about the Panthers at that point, cause they, that yeah, they they haven't been having much luck with quarterbacks yeah. lately. But I, that no, that is one of the rival. Actually, that makes me kind of want to dig into this a little bit more. more yeah, I was thinking. I've been thinking about it. Like, ooh, I had too, but yeah. But that's the only thing I could come up with was the NFC South because it was the one year. Yeah, I didn't even think about Tom Brady and Drew Brees together. It's so, the same. Yes. That, that is actually a good one. Because we know those are definitely two Hall Some of Fame quarterbacks, for sure. And, and Matt, Matt Ryan, maybe, I, I can see, I, think I can see a scenario where he gets in the Hall of Fame. Maybe Absolutely. not first ballot, but yeah, I can see him getting in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, me too. Um, I completely <clears throat> so, yeah. forgot to hit start on the clock for this one. So. <laughs> oh, okay, well, we just went over. It's okay. Well, let's yeah, go. No, nah, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Um, Derek Fisher, out as the Sparks head coach. Yep. Who's next? 
So I told you who I think mm-hmm. would be a great fit, right? Yes. We, oh, um, no. First I, said, of, I said her, but you said, you actually said two people. Because you said somebody from college and I said somebody who used to play for the team. Right. So, um, but both of us believe that it should be a female. Yes. And so I feel like Lisa Leslie. Mm-hmm would be an exception. I don't know what she's doing, what she want to do, but she would be an exceptional uh, addition for this team, just for morale, just because of who she is. Right. Like, all of those things. I don't know. And, and your pick, I love, but I yeah. know that ain't happening. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that Dawn Staley is going to leave South Carolina, so nope. I think that may not be a great pick. Yeah. Um, and my, my backup pick was... Cynthia Cooper, who is right now with Texas Southern. Right. So, but it was one person you said, and I think this would be the only man that could get some consideration. But he's probably not going to leave either. Gina Ariam. Oh, yeah. No. I Listen, I get chills thinking about that. Like, yeah. literally. This is the godfather of women's basketball. Yeah. I just feel like he would be exceptional. He's so good with those with those women. Like he's yeah. so good with bringing out the best in them. But he's not this overbearing, like misogynistic. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. I think that he would be a perfect groove for them as yeah. professional athletes to have him. I mean, he's coached so many of them that ended up right. being yeah. professional athletes. So I just think he would be amazing. But he is could she? Please believe yeah. he's not leaving. No, he's not leaving Connecticut. No, and then he's older. At this point, what would be the point? Right. All right, we got to go on to the next one. Draymond right. Green. Yeah, this your story, distracted. right? <laughs> this your story, right? Yeah, yeah this is mine. Yeah. Do you think he's distracted or? So based on what you said, so at first I was like, is he a distraction or is he distracted? Right, right? and yeah. I said, but when you explained why you asked the question, is he distracted? That's possible. Mm-hmm. That's possible. That's possible. Because right now, you you need to be singular in your focus. Right. And so, yeah. because, and he he actually came out and said, since we put this topic on here, came out and said, uh, rain, sleet, or shine, win, lo- lose, or draw, I'm doing this podcast. So, get over it. Okay. Um, and I don't think the issue really is the podcast, right? I think the issue is, because if he was if he was playing well, no, this wouldn't even be a story. Right. The issue is that because exactly. he's playing well, I mean, because he's not playing well. Right. Like his insistence on doing this podcast makes it look like he's distracted. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, different strokes with different folks. I don't know if he really is distracted, but I just know that if you're going to do stuff like a podcast every night, um, and you are averaging the same amount of fouls as you are points. Um. Yeah, people gonna look at you like you're distracted. And I agree with him not letting it be that people. If he had, what I do know about him is he ain't the kind of person to be pushed around by people. So, if he felt like he was, that was the problem. I feel like he would, he would say and just cut it. I would say that. Well, actually, because of what you said, I feel like he would. He wouldn't. I think he's stubborn Mm -hmm. enough to be like, well, you know, um. I don't think it's a problem, so I'm not stopping. Mm, I don't know. That ain't the feeling I get from him. But 
you know. On to the real. Mm-hmm. All right, now this on to the real was uh kind of one we just pulled out. <laughs> I, I always this felt was a like good one. no, no, yeah. it, it is. I, I've always mm-hmm. felt like you know, um, once I found out that he was um a the a DSGB. <laughs> And once I found out he he played, he actually played football for the University of Georgia. Um, yeah. I had wondered why I hadn't heard much more about that. But mm-hmm. apparently he was actually a, a pretty good player. Yeah. Um, yep. He was a starting safety. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just took the route of acting. And so Omari Hardwick, who yeah. has played, who he's played in many, uh, many things. Next Day Air. He played. Oh gosh, you would go pull that out first. Of yeah, all? yeah. Well, I had to. You know, you got to say the best one for last. Oh my god. He played the next okay. day air. He played in for Color Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, who consider suicide and rainbows? You know, I, I feel like I always got to say the entire name. <laughs> like I because that that play holds a special place in my heart. Like, I know the movie is the movie, but I feel like because of the yeah. play, I have to say the entire name every time. So, but for Color Girls, yeah. um, he played in that. Um, and probably one of the most iconic roles and one of, I would say based off of Black Twitter, one of the most polarizing and controversial <laughs> roles yeah. as Ghost on the, the TV show Power. No, just you can't just say the TV show. That's hit TV. The show. hit TV show, power. Hit TV show, power. Um, yeah. Omari Hardwick has has been around, and he has, you know, made a name for himself in acting. And so, um, and we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier with you know somebody trying to find that next thing after football is over or after yep. sports over, right? Um, and I believe that you know he was able to find it. Because he, he was already in that into space, the acting, huh? yep. He was already in that space in his head, like something. Right. I'm, I'm more than just. So, yes. Yeah. And, and no, ironically, um, he used to host. I don't know if it was Deaf Poetry Jam that he used to host, or if he hosted hmm. kind of the poetry uh, um, show on TV One, but it was one of them. And he hosted I remember it. that show. I didn't know yeah. I, what it was him. Yeah. I used to love that show. Like, Me why too. did they take that off? Like, where we get some spoken word back, please? Yeah. Like, that was awesome. It, it really was. It was um, awesome. I remember I, when Jill Scott was on there. I was like, about to lose my mind. And then most of the time, it's people we that aren't famous that were just amazing that were on there. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm telling you, she, she, uh, I, I have her book of poetry. Mm. She's awesome. Awesome. Love Scott. All right. Yes. I'm sorry. Jilly from Philly. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Back mm-hmm. on to, to Omar Hardwick. So we just wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Show him our showing some love as onto the real spotlight because um, he did make that transition in life after football. Yeah. Seamlessly. Well it feels. Yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't even. Did, was he in uh, what's the show? Um, Being Mary Jane? Was he? I, I have to look that up. Yeah, I, I love I that show. I, I, I don't know. Was he? Wow. He was, I'm telling you, the man has done some a stuff. Lot. Yeah. 
a lot and so versatile in his ability to play these roles. Like I know he was in that movie I watched on Netflix, Pieces of Her. Okay. He was in that movie and he played kind of like a nerdy kind of dude. It, I'm telling you, to go from ghost to that. Okay. All right. He was kind of like yeah. that too. And uh what's that movie with with Tiffany Haddish and uh oh yeah, uh-huh. And um Tika Sumter. Tika Sumter, yes. Yes. I don't know what uh-huh. I was about to call her. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I can't remember the name of the movie right now when she said that the rug looked like a care bear. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. We digress again. Yes, yes but no, yes, he, he did play. I, I had to look it up. He did play in being Mary Jane. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Mari. Yeah. Yes. For sure. All right. Feel good final thought. Yeah. Now I'm really happy about this. Me too. Because given the conversation we've had around this um, and some of the conversations that I've had with, with some of my friends about this um, and people fell on, you know, all around the that. spectrum, you know, about this story. Yeah. Um, I'm just happy that some of the people who have the influence, you know what I'm saying, to affect her coming home are starting yeah. to let their voice be heard. Right. I think her attorney or the not her attorney, the attorney that did the interview with her wife, with Brittany mm-hmm. Griner's wife. Yes. Really <clears throat> informed mm-hmm. those who have the platform uh, of how they could be of influence and how they could help at this point. And yes. that just opened the gates. Really, I feel like that was that interview and her subsequent interview after that where she was on first take and was talking about how no, like it's been lifted. She's been, now that the other gentleman is home, now she's being considered like th- that this was a wrongful um, thing for her to be there. So now speak about it, like speak out. And so our feel good final thought is some of the Celtics players mm-hmm. decided to speak out by wearing shirts that said we are BG. And that's what we talked about when we talked about this, right? Could, yeah. if this had been any one of them, what would have happened? Yeah. So I love that they wore these We Are BG shirts. So, and then they, not only did they wear the shirt that said We Are BG, but they also had the website on the back so that people can go and sign the petition. Sign a petition, yeah. So I thought that was very dope. And they're not the only ones. I know you'll go has come out and spoken about yes. this and today adam silver came out that's and it spoke about this. yeah the more and more you know those voices are heard yeah um the more and more we'll start to see like the pressure being applied to our government to to yeah. do something to make something happen and it's been a few i think um political figures who have spoken out to say that we need to do better. We need to do something to get this young lady home. I don't, I can't remember who they are, but it, I have seen a few uh, stories and instances where some political figures have spoken out. So it's really about getting that meeting with President Biden and him doing his part. Right. Yeah. Right. So good stuff. Yeah. Come on, free, free Britney Griner. Let's free go. Free Yep. Yeah. Let's go. All right, show picks. What you watching? So I had a movie that I watched that I was going to talk about, and then I watched this movie. 
Uh-oh. Hands down, one of my favorites I've seen. Hustle with okay. Adam Sandler. This, uh, you are going to love this movie. I promise really? you. Because oh, listen, who's, I cannot say his name. Uh, Wancho Herman, Herman, and Go, Herman Gomez. Okay. He plays in the NBA. Uh-huh. He is the main character in this movie. Okay. Uh, and there's a boatload of other people. Queen Latifah, Robert Duvall, Aaron Gordon, Trey Young, Kenny Smith, Jaleel White. I mean, it's oh, a it's kind of like an all-star cast. Uh, this it, literally basketball all-star and just people just yeah. after all-star but this movie is adam sandler is a scout he's been an nba scout for 30 years on the road across the pond coming back mm-hmm. and queen latifah is his wife mm-hmm. and um he queen finds is, at, is adam huh? sandler's wife yes oh wow <laughs> yes he is his okay. wife um, and he finds this kid on a basketball court in the middle of Podunk somewhere in Spain. Oh, wow. Nobody's ever heard of him. Nobody's seen him. Brings him back to the States. Get this kid right. It's an amazing story. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Not, not, just the ba- not just the sports part of it, but the storyline is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might, and might you know, well, family, he's going to be funny. So. Might check that out tomorrow night. No, it's. I promise you, it's worth the watch. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if you saw mine. I saw. I don't know what that is, but I saw it. Baby Einstein. Is that is a, a cartoon? Much, huh? Is that a cartoon? Yeah, it's pretty much cartoons that you know that stimulate the the brain power for babies, and I've been watching oh, Daddy. quite a bit of that. <laughs> Daddy. Yeah, so oh, I figured I would put that on my uh, <laughs> my show picks because <laughs> I don't think I've watched oh, anything new Daddy. since then. The perils <laughs> of parenthood, I promise you. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I was like, I don't. Is this a cartoon? Like, what is Baby Einstein? <laughs> and this lets you know I'm not anybody's parent, right? right. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I love it. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed uh baby. Yeah. It's, Maybe it's your been, brain is being stimulated as well. His mind is being stimulated as well. <laughs> That's awesome sauce. <laughs> oh man. All right. Now we had the end of another one. Oh 164. Yeah. If you would like to reach out to us, and we yeah. believe that you do, please you email thank us. At feel the number two the real podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to our socials, you can go to our Twitter page, which is at feel the number two the real P1. You can go to our IG page, feel to the well, excuse me, at feel to the real podcast with the number two. Um, we are we now have a TikTok page, feel to the real podcast. It's a two um, as well. The, with the number two now, um, we'll let you know we can go to that. <laughs> yeah, it ain't ready yet. It ain't ready yet. 
but it, it's there. So you look out, look out for yeah. it. Yes. Um, and if you want to go to our Facebook or YouTube pages, you can look right there past Stephanie's head in this field to the real podcast, no number, the letter T-O, that's field to the real podcast. And you can go see our videos on our YouTube page, go like the page, um, excuse me, our Facebook page. You can go to our YouTube page to see our videos as well. Like, subscribe, share, comment, and click on the notification bell after you subscribe so that every time we put a video out, it'll come right to you, right to your uh, subscriptions. And yeah, we love you guys. We thank you guys for continuing to listen to us and continuing yeah. to uh, you know, support the show. But this is episode 164. We out of here. Peace. Uh oh, it did it. No, no, you got it. You saw, you saw both. Okay, okay. I was like, darn it. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Now put the cameras on me. 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 Put the cameras on me.